This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to all of you enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. You know, diesel engines used to account for nearly half of all new car sales in Europe. Not anymore. Dieselgate and the availability of electric cars took care of that. Diesel sales have plummeted. But LMC Automotive says there's a hardcore group of customers who still want their diesel engines. About 20%, or one out of five new car buyers in Europe, order cars with diesel engines. In fact, diesels outsell BEVs, and there's even talk of a diesel resurgence. But LMC doesn't put much credence in any kind of diesel revival, and it predicts that BEVs will start outselling diesels in Europe sometime next year. Diesel sales are strongest in Austria and Germany, and they're the weakest in the Netherlands and Norway. Say, could India, with a population of nearly 1.4 billion people, become the next China? Some automakers certainly hope so. Tesla is negotiating with India to build an assembly plant there, and now Volkswagen and Mahindra are forming an EV partnership. Volkswagen will supply MEB components, including the electric drivetrain, the battery system and cells, for Mahindra's new Inglo EV platform, which will also be used for five new SUVs from that brand. The two automakers also agreed to explore other potential opportunities, including vehicle projects, battery cell manufacturing, as well as charging and energy solutions for the Indian market. General Motors just appointed another woman to its board of directors. Joanne Cravoiserat, who's 58 years old, is the chief executive officer at Tapestry Incorporated, which owns luxury brands like Coach, Kate Spade, and Stuart Weitzman. GM has 12 board members, six of whom are women. GM's the only automaker in the world with such a high number of women on its boards. And, you know, some automakers in Japan and South Korea typically only have one token woman on their board. With global reach across three continents, Tejin Automotive Technologies make vehicles lighter, safer, and more eco-friendly. Tejin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Even though the electric version of the Ram Promaster doesn't launch until next year, the head of the brand, Mike Koval, says they're already looking for ways to boost production because it expects high demand. Ram wants to increase production at its plant in Mexico, where it will also be built, but the company is also considering producing it in Europe, where parent company Stellantis already builds vans for Fiat, Peugeot, and Citroën. Koval says there are homologation challenges building a vehicle for North America in Europe, but they're going to work through those problems because they need extra capacity to meet that demand. Ram accounted for 40% of Stellantis's commercial vehicle sales last year, and by 2024, the brand is aiming to sell 1 million vehicles. Mercedes-Benz revealed the interior of its upcoming 
EQE SUV, as you can see, it's dominated by what Mercedes calls the MBUX hyperscreen. The entire instrument panel is essentially one giant screen, which actually consists of several high-resolution screens that merge under a single glass cover. Other styling elements include vents that are designed to look like turbines, and there's ambient lighting throughout that's available in five color combinations. That's about all Mercedes is sharing about this vehicle for now, but we're going to learn more when the five-seat SUV makes its world debut in October. Okay, you got the Ford Raptor, you got the Ram TRX, you got the Silverado ZR2. Hardcore off-road packages are sizzling hot in the full-size pickup segment. And now Chevrolet is taking the ZR2 up another notch. Meet the ZR2 Bison, which Chevrolet developed with American Expedition Vehicles, or AEV, which sells hardcore off-road aftermarket parts. Here's what you get. Five different hot-stamped boron steel skid plates that protect the front and rear deferentials, the transfer case, and the fuel tank. Multimatic DSSV spool valve dampers, locking differentials front and rear, gloss black 18-inch AEV wheels with 33-inch Goodyear Wrangler Territory MT tires, a standard 6.2-liter V8 engine with a 10-speed automatic, 420 horsepower, and 460 pound-feet of torque. There's an optional 3-liter Duramax inline-six diesel with 305 horsepower, that's up 10% from before, and 495 pound-feet, which is up 7.6%. All these modifications increase the front approach angle to an estimated 32.5 degrees, that's up from 31.8. The departure angle is an estimated 23.4 degrees, that's up from 23.3. Ground clearance is 11.2 inches. Of course, you pay for what you get, and it all comes to $78,490, but at least that includes the delivery charges. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Piston-powered versions of the Dodge Charger and Challenger are going away for good next year, and Dodge is sending them off in a blaze of glory. It's teasing seven special edition models at the Woodward Dream Cruise in Detroit this week. Six of them connect to iconic Dodge models of the past, and the seventh is going to be unveiled at the SEMA show in Las Vegas in November. Dodge is also offering a rainbow of heritage colors, an expansion of SRT jailbreak models, a commemorative last call underhood plaque for all 2023 Charger and Challenger cars, and a new vehicle allocation process. Last call means just that. This is the last chance anyone's going to have to buy a new Charger or Challenger with a piston engine under the hood. And if you'd like to convert your Challenger into a convertible, Dodge will do that for you too. 
It's working with a company called Drop Top Customs to convert any 2022 or 2023 Challenger. The cost is $26,000 plus the price of the car. Polestar confirmed it is going to make that Polestar 6 electric roadster. Up to now, it's only hinted that the concept car could make it into production, but it's not going to launch until 2026. If you can wait that long, here's what it has to offer. An 800-volt electric architecture, a dual-motor arrangement with 884 horsepower, that's 650 kilowatts, and it develops 663 pound-feet of torque, and that is 900 newton meters. 0 to 100 kilometers an hour comes in only 3.2 seconds. Top speed, 155 miles an hour. That's 250 kilometers an hour. There's also going to be a limited edition model called LA Concept, since the concept was unveiled in LA in March. And customers can order a Polestar 6 starting today. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching AutoLine Daily. And if you're not a YouTube subscriber, we encourage you to sign up today. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion and by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility.